Well, hello. In Season 3, Episode 8, the topic was, what about post-secondary education? And I briefly discussed that perhaps we would have an episode on the concept of doing tests or testing in your homeschool. And so today, that's what I'm going to be talking about. Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. <laughs> In 400 meters... In 100 meters. You have reached your destination. Testing in your homeschool. As I said, today I'm going to explore the topic of testing in your homeschool. As I often do, I'll touch on some of the philosophies of testing or not testing, because part of being intentional is to think about the reasons behind the things that we do and we don't do. So what is the purpose of testing? Many homeschoolers would argue that having your children write tests and using them as a metric in your homeschool is unnecessary and quite contrary to the whole idea of homeschooling. Some would say that testing is an institutional measure because standardization is a necessary evil of educating large numbers. Teachers have no other way to know where students are at in their acquisition of knowledge and skills when they have so many students to keep track of. There is also the institutional accountability of average test scores as a way for administrators to evaluate the teaching staff. As a homeschooler, you know your children on a very personal level. You know what concepts they grasp and which ones they don't. In most jurisdictions, you don't need to show marks to anyone, so there is no need for them. Your child is an individual and does not need to be compared to his or her peers. Your children may be ahead of the average in some areas and behind in others, and as a home educator, you have the benefit of customizing their education to meet their needs. Even grade levels are arbitrary. I would have to say that I agree with all of those things. But it might be helpful as homeschoolers to use the concept of assessment rather than the word testing. After all, we're always assessing how our children's reading ability is coming along or if they're grasping a math concept. We are keeping an eye on their character development and their use of manners. We're making sure they are eating their veggies and seeing if they are growing physically in a healthy way. So assessment is a big part of parenting and most of us would not argue the need for assessment in our family. Some would simply challenge the concept and label 
and necessity of testing in the homeschooling setting. When the Ontario Ministry of Education came out with grade-wide standardized testing, and I'm sure it happens in other provinces as well, a lot of people who don't homeschool would ask homeschoolers if they did the standardized testing for their grade level. I don't know how many times I had to explain that the purpose of the test was to test the education system, and that since our children were not part of that system, our results would skew the test results and couldn't or shouldn't be used anyway, speaking statistically. Being a fact nerd and homeschool advocate, I would also inform them on the results of the Fraser Institute's study that home-educated kids outscored publicly educated ones in most subject matters and in socialization. I'll be fair and mention to you that the Fraser Institute study was done by voluntary participants and that may have skewed the results in a particularly positive direction. But nevertheless, home educating is a proven viable method of education. Just in case you want to learn more about the research on homeschooling in Canada, you can check out our podcast episode on that topic, which I will link on this episode's webpage. It's canadahomeschools.com slash episodes slash homeschool dash research dash in slash sorry dash Canada. So once again, canadahomeschools.com slash episodes slash and then homeschool research in Canada joined by hyphens. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. First of all, I hope it won't be your last. Thank you for joining us. My husband and I have four children whom I homeschooled for two decades. I agree that testing is a way to measure knowledge acquisition and skills, but I also agree that as homeschoolers, you know where your children are at without having them write a test. In the elementary years of our homeschool, I didn't put a big emphasis on testing or on marks, and often used the tests in our curriculum as a means of review more than as a metric. Sometimes we use the open book format. You can do tests orally as well, especially if you have a student who struggles with reading and writing. You can choose not to test at all. You know your kids. As my children got to be around grade 7 level, and I know I said grades are arbitrary, I did start to focus more on testing, and here is why. I knew that in the quote-unquote real world, of swimming lessons, piano recitals, getting driver's licenses, and post-secondary education, our children would encounter testing. I wanted them to have the skills of studying for and writing tests and exams. We didn't pressure them about the marks, but I wanted them to gain the skills that would be required of them as they progressed through life. Testing in high school can be crucial to creating a transcript for post-secondary education, and it provides proof of achievements to a system that places a high value on testing, whether we do or not. Homeschooled students are often required to successfully complete standardized tests, such as the SAT and ACT. I have a recent episode on getting your children into post-secondary education, linked here on the webpage for this episode, or you can go to Season 3, Episode 8 on your podcasting app. To get your driver's license, you have to pass a written test. 
To get your lifeguarding qualifications, there are written and practical exams. I guess I saw testing as a way to prepare our children for a world that values and requires testing. It's something to think about. As a homeschooler, you get to choose your philosophy. There are amazing unschoolers as well who are able to rise to the occasion of testing when the need comes up. I'm not prescribing anything here, just exploring the topic with you. Canada Homeschools podcast is brought to you by Headphone History, your complete Canadian elementary history curriculum. Headphone History comes with audio lessons, stories, and legends, and a reproducible workbook designed for the whole family. Go to headphonehistory.com. It's important for us to learn our history. This won't be a very long podcast episode, but I want to touch on one other aspect of testing, and that's testing your children for intellectual divergence, or whatever the current phrase is. When my kids were young, I didn't want to label them or limit them, and I was able to manage their educational needs on my own. I have a squeaky chair, and I'm not good at sitting still. So if you're picking up a little of that on the audio, I apologize. All our kids have gone on to get high grades in high school and in university and college. Both my husband and I are very independent and we come from a pull yourself up by your bootstraps generation. Times have changed and if I were to go back and do it again, I think I would have had testing done with certain ones because these challenges encompass more than just education and behavior, but also relationships and how a space needs to be organized and so much more. Diagnosis may have provided our kids with more support and resources and their peers with more understanding than I could give alone. I still agree that labels shouldn't limit, but perhaps the resources available based on diagnosis could actually open up more possibilities for our children. If you want to hear a conversation about this topic, go to canadahomeschools.com and click on the menu heading difficult times. Scroll down to the episode on homeschooling with special learning needs in which I interview Louise House, founder of The Learning House. Louise and her husband homeschooled special needs children and over the years have become Canadian homeschool experts on the topic. Louise has a lot of insight into this idea of testing for special needs. So that's our episode for today. Let me know how you approach testing in your homeschool in the comments on our webpage for this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. If you find this content useful or interesting, please leave a rating and positive review on your podcasting platform so that the algorithms will reveal Canada homeschools to more people. A shout out to our listeners in Canada to quote our national anthem, God keep our land glorious and free. Hello to our listeners from the U.S., our neighbors, and this past month we've also had listeners from the U.K., the Ukraine, Germany, the Philippines, Papua New Guinea, and Kenya. Kenyans, I was supposed to come and visit you that first October that COVID happened, but of course the trip had to be cancelled. I look forward to meeting you some other time. Honestly, I don't know if you're all listening from those places around the world as those interested in homeschooling or if you're fishing for online business reasons. 
All of you are welcome. But if the former, send me a message or leave a comment. It would be amazing to connect with you. Fellow Canadians, I hope to run into you at an in-person or online conference soon as things open up. Happy homeschooling, Canada. Thank you so much for listening. You can find helpful links and show notes for this episode at our website, canadahomeschools.com. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating and positive review on your podcast provider. This will help others find their dose of inspiration and encouragement. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Hee <laughs> hee!